Listening to Missy and Zach. Missy and Zach. They just might bang. Missy away. Listening to Missy and Zach. Missy and Zach. They just might bang away. Listening to Missy and Zach. John Cho, actor, uh, musician. Extraordinary. Star, I, I I've uh, seen him singing on the internet. That was pretty cool. Television. Uh, yeah, I send everybody your here. house. Yes, welcome. Very nice pad Thank situation. Thank you, my friend. Thank yeah. you very How much. How long have you been here? Almost a decade. It'll be a decade wow. next month, I think. My God. We are in, what is this technically called? Like Beach Week? We it's are not in Beach Franklin Red. Village. That's what Franklin they've coined Village. it in this, you know, pretentious So you can walk to the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Go down nice. to uh, the, bur- the bars, the birds, La Poubelle, to Franklin the and Company, situation. the deli, little yeah. Oaks Gourmet. Can we get John Cho a uh, French dip, please? Thanks, Michael. We Very also nice. have Michael here today. We have an <laughs> yeah, we have a new intern here today. What a, what? Have you ever been on a podcast? I never have. How did you get no. this job? <laughs> um, <laughs> you want me to explain? I'm sure. Um, I messaged Sim on Instagram direct, oh. and uh, did I you didn't... you slid into Sim's DMs? Yeah, I just I listened to the um, unqualified and was like, DM. it sounded interesting, and I thought Sim is here as well. By the way, he, you know, he didn't. He actually didn't want to be on this show. No, he, he wanted, wanted to work to on unqualified on, on affairs. So I told show. him that uh, you know he had to. I just read a really interesting article. About uh, the DM situation. Okay. Now, for those who don't know the DM, the direct message on Snapchat. Direct message, which is, uh, uh, if you follow sports, and I follow the NBA. Okay. And it turns out that uh, home court advantage has deteriorated over uh, over the last couple of decades. I read this article as well. You did, right. Yeah, but I want to hear your story. Okay, so so it's, uh, so it used to be, if somebody came into town to play the Lakers, that the Lakers statistically had an advantage over those traveling teams, right. and it was understood that you know the the home the the home referees were kinder to the Lakers, and the the crowd would be on the Lakers side, and this would uh, this would cause the opposing team to perform poorly when traveling. Well, it turns out that that over the years has uh, that advantage has disappeared. It's almost negligible at this point, and this. And this author's uh, thesis is that it comes down to direct messaging because <laughs> traveling NBA players, uh, th- when they land in a town, they're trying to get sex right away. Oh, that's, and what that's happened is yeah. that they would go out to clubs and get drunk and they, and they would have to invest their first night in town, many hours of their first night in town to get laid. Mm-hmm. And now because of direct messaging, they can have it prearranged so that when they land, the girl is at the hotel, therefore saving them all the drinking and getting them extra hours of sleep. Oh, it's 100% true. I had a, I did a series with Brian Scalabrini, the former USC Trojan and, and future NBA Hall of Famer. champion, future Hall of Famer, goat, a lot of people yeah. might say. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we were talking and he goes, man, the whole game has changed because no one's going to the club anymore. They're just having girls come to the room now. The very least, you go down to the hotel bar, but you don't have to go out and pick up a and couple. Who, of, so who does who arranges this? Do they do it themselves? It's all on the Snapchat. I don't know. It goes or is that like a manager's job? I mean, no, they say like I'm going to be here, show up. I don't know how it works. And is it like? Well, when I was in the NBA for two years, <laughs> and is it like you know, I'm one of those you know like 
the voice where like they have a line of women who show up and they pick one? I mean, do they? I think it is something like I think someone, let's say, I, think I don't it's a know. digital version of that, yeah. right? DeAndre mm-hmm. Jordan will get like 12 snaps that are like, yo, what's up, DJ? Oh, and they'll what's send a picture. Good? Well, they'll send yeah. a naked oh, picture okay. and then he chooses sure. one. And says, oh, my God. And then in the DM, it's. Is that what it's like as an actor? Being yes, an actor? it is for me. When you go on <laughs> location, it must be like this. It is. Yeah. I mean, I know it is for me. It's mostly uh, dudes uh, who are really stoned who want to give me free weed. Yeah, they do. Like, are, you humor, even, are you even a smoker of the nah, weed? I mean, on occasion, you on know, occasion. Uh, okay. uh, at a party, but I, I don't do it alone or... Yeah. What's well, funny, I, I mean, obviously, uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, which was a big breakout movie for The greatest you. American movie ever made. Some might That's say. That's what they say. That's I, what I they will say. not say. Like, I, will not I would disagree. say uh, go to uh, Guantanamo Bay because I was in it. The, right, yeah. right. I mean, I don't want to make this about me, but my name is Guantanamo Bay. You're nominated for a Tony. <laughs> guys. I know. Yeah, yeah. You got a Tony. Tony? I, I was wow. nominated for a Tony Award for my performance. <laughs> in that movie, of course. <laughs> I quote you all the time. Uh, ah, from that movie, please tell me what. And it's there a are a collection of movie quotes that that are just uh, that I use, you know, in my life. Uh, and one of them is uh, going on the online. You said I got it. Yeah, online. I'm going on the online, and I can't and figure it out. Yeah, I always say that. And uh, there are several other quotes. Uh, you got what are like? Awesome. What is? Th- I know you got quoted. Listen, you get quoted in his daily by the JC. Some other quotes <laughs> that I use in my daily life are. This is from Friends, okay. Phoebe. She says goodbye forever. Mm. I use that a lot. Uh, That's a good way to yeah. get someone out of your life. And then um, there's a line from uh, Goodfellas that I use all the time, or my wife and I say all the time, which is in regards to family stuff. And you remember when uh, uh, Pesci gets popped, mm. he says... Uh, when he gets that shot. Yeah, he says... It was it was between the Italians. It was real greaseball shit. And whenever we're referencing some dirty family business, real it's grease real greaseball shit. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones is like the guy's like loves the painting. He's like one dog's looking this way, one dog's yeah. looking that way, and the guy in the center is like, "What do you want from me?" And so my boyfriend really we we do that quote to each other all the time. And so for Christmas, I wanted to find a painting of that. And there's a whole group of of uh, Chinese artists who will paint you that. And it took like, you know, a month and a half to get here, but I got that painting. That's and it was amazing. literally it? like three, like four feet high and two feet wide. It's this giant, I am aware painting. of this industry, the Chinese yeah. uh, 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 forgery painting industry. It, yes, it, it's, yeah. it's truly amazing. And then I took it to, um, and it was like 30 bucks and I took it to Aaron Brothers and I was like, can you frame this? And they were like, it'll be like, Twelve hundred dollars. I only paid twenty five dollars for the painting. There's and they a were, craftsman in China. <laughs> he painted it for like seven days. Here's a good fellas' song based on that story. Real fast. You ready? Now, I don't want anyone of y'all to get jealous, but I do a pretty mean Ray Liotta from the film Goodfellas. Because when Jimmy came to the diner, he arrived 15 minutes early. I was there right before him. That's how I knew we were both going to get whacked. The problem was Tommy could never be a made guy because Tommy was Irish. And when Tommy showed up with Abe Cardone in the meat truck, all heads started to fucking spin. So I called Jimmy and I told him we got to go down to Florida. Next thing you know, Ty Cobb wanted to come play, but we told him to stick it. (laughs) Wow. That's a line from Field of Dreams. I mixed up my films. That's all right. These rhymes are hotter than kilns. Oh Aaron Brothers tried to take <laughs> Missy in the back way. That's right. That's right. Charging her too much to frame a dog looking one way and one looking that way. 
That's how it goes and the song's a hit. John Cho and his wife called us real grease bullshit. Go get your shine box. Wow. How you doing? <laughs> I just that wanna, was just like that was more of a spoken uh, word, Goodfellas rhyme. That was rhyme not uh, read off uh, any paper or screen. That's right. Just, uh, Thank that's you. He yes, he does. That was, I don't know if I mentioned when I asked you to do the podcast that we, we do a little improv music. I did not know this. That was called that was, "Go Get Your Shine Box." I, see. I think that was the title. Right. I'm trying to think. As that many, was amazing. Thanks. As many Goodfellas quotes as we could come up with there. I mean, we could do an kiln. entire podcast of just hotter than a kiln. kiln. What I rhyme kiln with? Film. It's, not, it's hard to say, but we could listen That's, back. Yeah, we'll listen back. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we're making up songs. Now, my go-to quote from every movie ever, which nobody ever gets, is when I'm ever rolling a joint and someone has rolling papers, Yeah, I go, papers for paper, essays for cash. And people go, what the fuck are you talking about? It's from Grease 2. Oh, my God. I love Grease 2. My all-time favorite film. When I was a little kid, I saw (laughs) Grease 2, and I fucking loved it so much that I decided I was never going to see another movie again. And I think I was about 11. And I didn't watch a movie for like six months because I I loved that that movie movie so much. I was even in the play. I played Michael. I feel like you had you just one up. You like nine. You you cannot mess with me on. I will challenge anybody. Any fans of Mike Bang who want to challenge me on Grease Two trivia, get on the phone, get on the DMs. (sighs) Let's do this. (laughs) There's a lot of sophomore efforts that are that are underrated. Okay. Okay. Movie wise, like what? Well, I mean, like album wise. I, I I really like In Utero by Nirvana, okay. and I'm not gonna say it's better than Nevermind, but I like that kind of pressure is kind of interesting. And Godfather Two is considered right. better than Godfather One. Uh, Fairweather Johnson by Hootie and the Blowfish, uh, little bit Escape better than from Crack Guantanamo Bay, view. better than Go to White Castle. I'm just being topical. I liked actually Guantanamo Bay a little more than the White oh, yeah, Castle. Yeah. I I, here's a here's a fun fact, which I'm not even sure any. Um, that movie, there's a scene where the, somebody comes and I scream, I scream. I can't even remember what I say because this is a while ago. But I screamed like, you fucking and, and I lost my voice. And it, it, the scene got cut from the movie. And then um, I had to work on another show. With, so I, I, f- I was flying home after having no voice. And everyone was going out that night. And I w- really wanted to go out, but I couldn't. And I got in a plane, and there was like a, a, t- a tornado, something happened. We flew around. We were shooting in Louisiana, and Sherlock, Shreveport, Shreveport wasn't even in the film. And I remember how awesome there was like a drive. There were drive-through like liquor stores, pina colada places. You could get a pina colada for the road with a straw in it, but the. They they tape something over the straw, so, oh, so they right. don't want you to drink a drive. No, you're not gonna. You're drinking. You're <laughs> but it was get a home. cup holder size. Because that <laughs> that straw is really hard to get out. But I remember flying around, and then we landed like 60 miles away. And I literally got someone picked me up in a van, took me back to Shreveport, and then I went out and partied out all night. And I had no voice. I remember I was walking up to people. I mean, because I couldn't talk, and I would push in there. What do you call this part of your ear? Lobe. No, that. Oh, that part inner. Where you, Make it the so that flap? you can't yeah. the ear yeah. flap yeah. so that and then I would whisper to that because I had no voice. And I partied all night and I it was was this when you were partying made with some Lindsay bad Lohan? Decisions. What movie was that? That was another movie. Uh, I did just my luck with Lindsay Lohan and I was Chris Pine in that movie. Pine was in the movie. Yes, and we had so I mean we oh, he had some that good was, stories from that one. I bet I bet I mean I remember Pine. one night Lindsay Lohan was. 
fucking unbelievable. I remember one night we went to a bar and my friends were in town and I was like, can we go out with you? And she's like, of course. We all piled into a white Escalade and went out with her and we went to this club. They literally like part the gate. It's as if they're parting the Red Sea for us when Lindsay Lohan, we go and we whatever. And we go up and we party. We have a great time. There's tables served. It's ridiculous. And then I remember we all leave and there were these like, there were these like seven girls and they literally like fell on their knees when they saw her. And she's like, oh my God, get up. It was amazing. And then- they all get in the, they, we, they go to get in the Escalade and I'm like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. I forgot my jacket. And they're like, well, do you want us to wait for you? I'm like, no, we'll meet you on. I try to get back in the club. They wouldn't let me in. Like, <laughs> they were like, and I was like, I was just here. I was with Lindsay Lohan. Sorry. Was, yeah. No, that friends, is a scene friend, from a Lindsay Lohan movie. I swear to God. Hey, do you feel like there is less partying in today's Hollywood? There are no, there are no Lindsay Lohans left. Uh, I mean, and I'm sure B, there are. There's got to be some YouTube superstars who have big coke, right, coke problems true, somewhere. Right. Uh, but Lindsay Lohan, I mean, I remember one night, too, I had to be at work at 6 a.m. And I got a call, wake up groggy, and it's Lindsay. And I don't pick up because I have to be at work in two hours. She's like, Missy, oh, my God, you have to. <laughs> I shouldn't be telling the story. But sure. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, Missy, you have to come out. I'm here with Sean Penn. I'm partying with Sean Penn because <laughs> he was in town <laughs> yeah. shooting. I remember too, there was like everyone was shooting in town. Well, maybe people are looking at what happened to her career and saying, and he was I like, can't go F around uh, like that if I want to stay. But she was like, um, and she was around. in the scene with me the next day at 6 a.m. She was like, well, I'm partying with Sean Penn. You have to come. He totally cheats on his wife or something. Hilarious. Like, That's hilarious. Ridiculous. Did and you end up working that morning? You didn't. I did. and I, But she would she would get exhausted and then like. Um, yeah. She actually is really talented. I remember, like, she'd get exhausted and have to like retire to her trailer. Yeah. By the way, this reminds me of that duet we wrote, "My Night with Lindsay Lohan." Oh that song. my! No, why don't you start us off, oh uh, Missy? Oh Missy's guitar's around here somewhere. It is, but I haven't taken it out of the bag. See, that's all right. We're gonna unzip this thing and play you a little song. By about... the way, was that too tough of a challenge? By the way, no. I, I wrote a good that one. down thinking that you know we'll see because I think I think Missy has this. It's called uh, "My Night with Lindsay," aka "Parting the Red Sea." <laughs> Parting the Red Sea. You want to start? Um, no, you start. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got here. I'm not very good at this, and I don't know why I got suckered into this podcast. <laughs> From what I heard, she would turn down no man with a vial of coke. I'm talking about Lindsay Lohan. One night in Louisiana, she went out with Missy, and then some dude parted her Red Sea. Oh, my night with Lindsay Lohan, night with Lindsay Lohan. I probably would never do it again, and I got fifty bucks. She fucked Sean Penn, my night with Lohan. She would turn down no man. Missy, take over the words of this slow jam. Some people have heard that Lindsay Lohan's a bedwetter. All I know is when we went out, I left at the club my sweater. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to go back in, they didn't see. How Lindsay could be with someone as uncool as me. My night with Lindsay. Low (laughs) hands. 
She would turn down no man <laughs> My night with Lindsay ended up violently Too tired to her trailer Well, I was going to say My <laughs> night with Lindsay <laughs> ended violently <laughs> When I returned the waters came back from the Red Sea and drowned me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Nicely done, Missy. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry I did that to you, but that I know, was awesome. It's so stressful. Lindsay, you're always welcome Why on Mike Man. It's so stressful. Why do you do it? <laughs> Why are you doing this podcast? I don't this is know. a terrible idea. <laughs> John you're is all built for this. <laughs> I know. How did I, you end up here? I don't know. I what are you doing with your life? What would your mother say? <laughs> I, if my mother listens to this podcast, <laughs> I'm already in trouble because my boyfriend listens to it. That was a good one. Um, yeah. Lindsay Lohan. So well, you know, is, Lindsay, uh, might, York, bang, right? might bang at yahoo.com. Send us a line. Come on the show. We'll love to have you. Oh, you my God. I'd love. She's in no way she's, she's listening she's to this. She's coming on the show. But I if you are, come on the show and let's talk about the early aughts when I peaked. <laughs> I would assume people, like you said, come up to you all the time, like, dude, I gotta smoke weed with Harold. Is that like something that you probably get from the stoner fans of the world who are like, dude? Mm, yeah. I have tried this, and I've said this before, but I have played with how powerful a weed god I am. Um, I went uh, to San Francisco with a buddy, and he uh, said, oh, I forgot to bring weed. And I said, let me see if I can get some for you. Dude, I'm Harold, bro. And uh, I mean, we were literally in, <laughs> we were in Union Square, and I just went, uh, where am I weed at? <laughs> and somebody, like a joint, like, like magic. Like magically appear. It was like a bit from oh, a, a movie. Oh, my God. Where am oh I my weed God. at? Well... Have you ever heard that song, Where the, where the Hell My Phone? Where the Hell My Phone? But, yeah, 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 that's... A, where, my, where the hell my kind weed? of a charming song. I have heard the so, song "Where I, My Weed At" though. Oh, uh, I want to hear "Where My Weed At." This one, I'm just you know when you when you yell something like "Where My Weed At," that becomes a song. Yeah, Do you want right. to start us off? Yo, where my weed at? Where my weed at? Where my weed at? Where my weed at? Motherfucker, where my motherfucking weed at? Where my weed at? Where my weed at? Where my weed? Where my motherfucking weed at? Sitting out there in Union Square. Don't have no weed, but I don't seem to care. Cause people say something and you know I didn't bother. I look around and I said, I'm the fucking godfather of the stoner movies. <laughs> and I fumar. I go by Harold, I'm pals with Kumar. <laughs> I did my thing and I said it like that. Yelled out to Union Square where my motherfucking weed at. Where my weed at? 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 I got your weed right here. Oh yeah. I got your weed right here. You got some motherfucking weed. I got your weed right here. You got some motherfucking weed. Oh my god <laughs> I just love that You could just do that anywhere you want to In the Wait world That's a song Someone better cut that shit and put a beat behind it And send it to us You know it's funny I, I was uh, On the first Harold and Kumar um, they, It was right Smack dab in the middle of the SARS situation And uh, I I, I so this Sincerely, was what, this was 1972? 1974. <laughs> Four. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, so I remember being out with Cal, because I knocked on his hotel door and I said, I didn't know him very well. And I said, uh, we should 
we should get to know one of them. I remember we went out on a walk and we ended up uh, far from the hotel and said we should take a bus back or we, we took a, a streetcar back or something. And, and we where went were you on shooting? Toronto. And, and it had come from China, the SARS thing. And, uh, oh, no. And the train goes to Chinatown. It was empty. And then <laughs> it was filled with Chinese people. Uh, just on us, and we were both panicking, uh, afraid that we were going to get SARS. Later on in the shoot, I remember we were shooting at an empty, at a hospital, and they said, um, this is an empty, this is an abandoned hospital. Um, it, this is no longer a hospital. And uh, a, a, an empty wing, and we, um, I was walking through this hospital set, and I thought, Set dressing's fucking amazing. It looks really good. Like it was there weren't dummy computer screens. It looked like live computer screens and stuff. And at as I I swear to God, as I was thinking that, an ambulance pulled up on our set. Mm -hmm. And people got out, everyone wearing surgical masks. Uh including the victim, uh the 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 person in the back. Everyone was wearing masks, and I got so Panicked, I almost walked off the set, uh, but I don't have SARS. Thank God. That wasn't a very good story. It's well, really no, they're... interesting, though. No, it's really <laughs> the interesting idea that, that someone would are... run up on your set and, like, you know, well, it's throw really a body in a gurney. That there are, like, so many of the sets that we work on are, like, abandoned, like an abandoned hospital or abandoned mm. mental ward. Or there's this place that you used to go to that was, like, a, a boy's home that had, like, emotionally disturbed boys, but now there's just a bunch of feral right. cats. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just, it's all really... Hollywood it's weird magic and people. Terrifying. I will say one of the pleasures of shooting the first Star Trek was shooting a movie on a lot. Mm. And it was just it's just something that doesn't happen anymore. I would drive every morning onto the Paramount lot, pull one of these to the uh, That was a like salute. what was that a salute? And uh, you were wearing a 10 Mr. gallon Joe. hat. So. You didn't give him a Vulcan like. <laughs> Did one of these <laughs> to the security guard, mm -hmm. you know like and pull up in your spot and you know yeah. it was it was very old hollywood and i realized hadn't we just don't do that anymore right we go who to else Shreveport. is in those star trek i know uh zachary quinto is the spot character mm -hmm. pine is kirk you're sulu I, who else carl urban plays uh the the uh, doctor bones okay. bones and uh anton yelchin played uh Chekhov. rest in peace yeah and uh zoe saldana so plays uhura okay um, what a great experience. It's uh, fun, man. You've come a long way since you played MILF guy number two in American <laughs> Pie. <laughs> I mean, you coined the phrase MILF. That didn't, what wasn't well, around existed, before that. But it oh, wasn't did. like, yeah. As but, I understood it, it, it was around, but wasn't a right. thing You yet. made it like, you know, like yeah. it's the way, you know, Chris Rock made toss and salad. It's a common thing. Right. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> you're, that. So but... you're, you're known as the MILF guy. Yeah. Is that your funniest credit, you think? MILF guy number two? Like, if you look back at your whole career? Yeah. That's a pretty great yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, it's a good one. Um, <laughs> You've done a lot of movies that have, like, multiple, like, uh, serial movies. Okay, like, to, to, going back to Anna Ferris, Who's the uh, producer of our podcast. We Thank you, Anna. And we worked together on um, Smiley Face. And I remember having a discussion with her, and she had, and she asked me, can you name the five actors that have been in two trilogies and since then the number has gone way up sure. because there's just way more trilogies right so in the last first of all you're like harrison years. ford harrison ford i'm trying to remember who they were is stallone right harrison ford 
Um, uh, the, Tom Cruise, maybe? Probably. You know who's the, the, the oddball was um, the agent in um, the, the, the bad guy in, in the, Matrix? the Matrix? Yes, that guy, because he was Hugo in Lord of the Rings. Leaving. Weaving. Uh, weaving. Uh, weaving, yeah, Hugo was Weaving. In, he was in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. The Matrix. The Matrix, yeah. Oh, oh just two? Steve Gutenberg. Come on, the Goot? Sure, the yeah, Goot. Yeah, at the time, I believe the parameters of her, of her list was two trilogies apiece, and there were only five actors. And then I remember years later, I go, I've joined this club. You're in like three of them. You've got Harold and Kumar. You've got... Kumar's uh, done three? We did three Harold and Kumars. American Pie, there were four. And then the Star Trek. The Star Trek. I've been in three trilogies. That's amazing. Are you the only person? No, there are many people now that have done... Because there are just way more sequels than there used to be. But I remember thinking, I've joined the Anna Ferris Club. Here's Here's a quiz for you. What actor has been in eight different Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> eight, eight different ones? Is it not... Wait, so... What's his name? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, right? No, no, I don't think Vin Diesel has been in every no, one. I think no. he, he, there was a period where he stopped. Oh, right, he said, other, fuck you. Oh, well, yeah, well, he, had, he did the pass. I'm Tokyo too big for this. They did Tokyo Drift with no stars, I think. And then he came, he back, came back when Vin Diesel's career needed... So there have been stars. zero actors who have done all eight huh. Fast and Furious movies? Michelle, what's yeah. Rodriguez had to have done? Rodriguez. All. She's pretty. I have never cool. seen one. Once I see the motorcycle driving underwater, I'm like, I'm done with this. Is that, is that, did that happen? That was either the Xander Cage movie or that one. My absolute now. favorite, and this is absolutely not, doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about, but as far as Hollywood movies, The Rock did a movie about, it was like um, San Andreas Fault. Did yeah. anyone see that incredible movie? <laughs> it is so, like, the, the, it's like, 48 impossible situations to get out of one after the other after and, and Alexander Daddio is his daughter and she's got the world's greatest tits I mean it's just <laughs> oh wait a minute it's so Netflix astounding it's updated. like it's and she's like gotta save my daughter and she's always soaking wet <laughs> <laughs> they just—it's like she's uh, can't breathe, and she gets out, and they can't breathe again. I mean, just like heaving. You know what I was thinking recently is that the um, the list of objectives for the for the hero of a movie has gotten so long in the modern age, and it used to be that you could come in and the guy wearing a white hat—he was a good guy right now—and a black hat, and they they just fought. You know, you just yep. understood that, and now. Like you have to save the daughter, the mother's sick, you have to and you have to save the world at the same time and solve all these problems. And it's a real interesting screenwriter dilemma to me that like all these things have to happen in a single movie. And it, it it's like it, soap operas. You always have to have the person who has the bad surgery, who has the nose job, who has yeah, the yeah. Pre- the unwanted pregnancy, who has the affair. Like you gotta hit every single if, Cliche. if The Rock were a movie star in any other decade, would we ha- would would, right. we, would we need to see his daughter, and would he need to save her, or would he just right. have to s- stop the earthquake? From yeah, we don't need to add you know the daughter. I mean? Commando. Remember that Schwarzenegger movie, Sam? Oh yeah. Speaking that of you Commando, to directed. Yeah. You to speaking of Commando, speaking of Sam, I have a question Alyssa for you. Milano. Go. Do you remember Sam? This no. is a good question. You don't remember. All right, take a look at Sim. This is a we're going to play no, a little game called Do You Remember no Sim? There's no way he's going to remember because he was intoxicated at the time. That's a hint. Oh. It, no, this it's all not happened a hint. in what city? <laughs> let's give him some let's no, give no, him some I clues. I can't give him a city cuz that's going to give it away. No, let's give it to him. Let me maybe send this up right real now, fast. Give it away as well. Before we started this podcast, it was a while ago. This podcast Sim said to me a while ago, I had an evening with John. I wonder if he remembers what we did, if he remembers me. Let me give you two hints. 
Okay. One, we're, the city, which was I'm Vegas, gonna, right? Oh, my God. Well, that gives it away. Vegas. That's the whole thing. <laughs> and I the second hand, the city. her name rhymes with Maris Shilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember m- meeting Maris. Uh, you had Maris a night with Maris Shilton, Shilton uh, in um, Moss Magus. In Moss Magus. <laughs> with And I was there Lim for a Larna. bachelor party. No, it wasn't a bachelor party. Well, I don't remember what that was I there for. So you've met Maris Hilton? I mean, Shilton yeah. before? <laughs> Sorry. Should I tell you? Huh? So should I tell Here you? Here we go. All right, night? Sam, break it down. Yeah, go ahead. We met after you wrapped Harold and Kumar. Which one? I the first in, one? The first one. I ran into so this was John, like John Hurwitz is a buddy of mine. I've, I've, I've known him for a while, and I ran into him. I didn't know he was going to be there. And I was with a bunch of people, a bunch of people, but we were breaking off to go to a club, and we had this casino host taking us. So I invited Beecher. John. It wasn't Beecher's. It was at Hard Rock. Uh-huh. I invited, uh, I invited, I invited John and you, and then Cal Penn couldn't come because he was wearing sneakers at the time, so he wouldn't be let in anywhere. <laughs> and we went <laughs> to Babies at Hard Rock, and we were in Paris Hilton's booth with, at the time, like the head of Hugo Boss. You were you were like really tired at the time, but then you got a second wind, and when you started drinking, then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I feel great. Then you started getting into it, and we ended up having a really great time. Pardon me. You don't remember that. <laughs> Pardon me. Do you remember going to Vegas for the rap of Harold and Kumar? Uh, I don't. Wow. <laughs> Did we go there for a rap? It uh, sounds like a wonderful time. Here, I'm going to hand you a guitar. Oh, we're going to do this. Now, so we've only you, really, had, you really don't remember going, we, to, going I, I, that to... That sounds familiar. Okay. <laughs> Sim has a lot of stories with celebrities that... You know, he remembers that they, they may, may, may or may not have happened. Who knows? It happened. Know. Are you fucking... I didn't dream this. You were with us the entire night. Are you sure it wasn't the... Uh... Fucking Sim Ooh, is here a we liar. Go. Fucking Sim is a liar, you shameful piece of shit. I'm gonna set him on fire. Piece of shit liar. The shit Sorry. Oh, Sam. Yes. I'm so sorry. I love it. All right, John is now the third official guest to uh, contribute to a song on our show, but I think that and the Where the Weed At song are two of the best we've this had. This is my favorite by that far. That was fucking Sim as a Liar. It's a great song. It's a great yes, song. Because it's we about might need you. to give that to Unqualified as like a bonus, like minute yeah, and a half track. long jingle. Can that I was license nice. that from you? Dude. No. <laughs> Maybe Wait if he hadn't not. lied about knowing him, Sam, <laughs> maybe he'd be like, okay. I don't license the liars. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay wrote, ask him if he remembers hosting the Asian Excellence Awards with me and ask him if he remembers when there was once enough excellent Asians in Hollywood to even have an entire award show. I do remember that. There, there was this, this drummed up uh, award show. The Asian Excellence Awards? Yeah. The AEAs? AEAs. Yeah. The AEAs. <laughs> they too, took over the AEA, the Actors' Equity Association. <laughs> and and uh, I dressed, uh, you know, in a suit and hosted it with Lindsay, uh, who was uh, very sweet. Uh, my primary memory is uh, 
I was in the hotel, and oh god, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Was Sim there? I just drinking with Sim. Because <laughs> he said he was. He probably lied about that too. Anyway, go ahead. I remember Lou Diamond Phillips, who's Asian. You didn't right. know that because I did not stand know and deliver. By the way, most deceptive Asian. Do you guys know? Emma Stone in Aloha. Meaning, like you don't know he's Asian. Emma Stone in, in, in Aloha. In popular culture, I have mine. Who? Who's your most deceptive? Dean, yeah, Dean Kane. Oh yeah, Dean Kane. He's the most deceptive Asian. Dean. Was Kane. that one of the awards at the AEAs? Yeah, most deceptive. All right, this Asian. year's most deceptive Asian. No one knows this. Lou Diamond Phillips. MDA <laughs> for the fourth year and, running. <laughs> so this is a song when John met. I just uh, I felt like I had known you from a few lifetimes ago. It was very exciting. And then we we sang this song randomly. I don't know even how it came up, but um, we sang it and we, I think we did like full. Uh, full, movement. full movement, like a full dance to it. Yeah. Now we're just sitting, playing guitar. So this is a Depeche Mode song. This is called Somebody by Pyle and Cho. <clears throat> I want somebody to share, share the rest of my life, share my innermost thoughts, know my intimate details, someone who'll stand by my side. And give me support And in return She'll get my support She will listen to me When I want to speak About the world we live in And life in general Though my views may be wrong They may even be perverted She'll hear me out and won't easily be converted to my way of thinking. In fact, she'll often disagree, but in the end of it all, she will understand me. I want somebody who cares for me passionately. With every thought and with every breath Someone who'll help me see things in a different light All the things I detest, I will almost lie I don't want to be tied to anyone's strings Well, I'm carefully trying to stay clear of those things But when I'm asleep, I want somebody who will put their arms around me and kiss me tenderly. Things like this make me sick. In a case like this, I get away with it. Guys, I'm gonna really, uh, really kill to myself. Chocolatey, right? yeah. velvet. Oh. <laughs> How did that feel? Did that feel Watch good. Watch out, Michael Hutch. Oh, that's Dude, that was good. Oh, no. That was yeah. some. That, that was, was really uh, good. You some guys had Zoe little... Deschanel and Zach is getting fired. I'm done. Zach is fired. Listen, I guarantee you'll He's sell. Nothing. You'll sell nothing. a lot He's more nothing. tickets to a John Cho. 
I am so sad. Liar, and he's nothing. <laughs> when we take this show on the road, you're going to sell Don't a lot know. more tickets. Liar. He's nothing. very smart. Mi- missing we his show might bang. Michael, the intern, we really should. He's the new next generation. He's at UCLA. He's in film school. Uh-huh. His brother's a scientist. Uh-huh. Okay. We really want to stick you're gonna with keep, him. You're going to keep okay. um, Michael. Okay. You're going to fire. The future. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a liar. Where do I stand? <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to fire you right now, but I'm going to call you later. <laughs> I'm a little, I mean, that was incredible. Hey, John, do you want to do more than words with me by extreme? But I want to go back to John Cho because, you know, today I was, I was. Um, I want to go back to John Cho. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. In the 90s, I did. Ta- ta- in the 90s, I did Taekwondo. <laughs> but I want to go back to John Cho. I want to know him more than Devo. I want to spend the rest of my life getting to know John Cho. Okay. Um, You're getting sorry. better. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to talk about, I'm working on this show called Disjointed, and I was at the WB lot today in my trailer a lot because I'm barely in the episode, and I watched, uh, I just Googled you, and I started watching videos on YouTube, and I saw a lot of really beautiful stuff from the TV show Selfie. Oh, yeah. And which, and I, you know, and I looked at your profile and Wikipedia and all this, and you're like the first Asian American guy who's ever that's huge led as a romantic I lead. Think so, yeah. A TV show. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's, well, there was a, I wonder if that's true because there was a, Pat Morita did a, ah. a show. I saw something like something in Tina. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, it's in Did that, play like in that Henry, way, yeah. Um, um, Henry Higgins, Higgins type of character. And I saw you sing Wild World. If you're listening, go Google John Cho Wild World. You do an uh, acapella version at the end of, I think it's episode 10. Yeah. It's so stupidly beautiful. Oh, thank you. And I saw so many incredible clips. You guys had a huge fan base. Yeah, that, uh, you know... Uh, <laughs> that for me it closed the door on, on network television for me because I, I like that show and I was like I can't if this uh, if I can't do this on network TV maybe I should go elsewhere but um, but anyway uh, I really love doing that show thanks and I, I enjoyed that episode very much John Cho listen <laughs> what's next where can we see you I, I'm unemployed good you can hear John on tonight's podcast <laughs> Great dude to have here. Thank you for coming. Gracias. Missy Pyle, send us off I with something s- beautiful. I love the fact that I'm firing you and not <laughs> Taking John him. on the road. <laughs> Taking John on I the road. I don't blame you. And Michael on the intern. I don't blame you. You will sell more tickets for sure. No, 100%. you're great. You're wonderful. And I care for you. Thank you. But you will sell more tickets with John on the road. Are we going on the road? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. The term MILF was not coined by John Cho, but John's so hot. He'll turn this MILF into a hoe. Oh, okay. You want to start off our wrap-up? That was a great start, right, Missy. Right. Let's here we go. Here we go. What's going on? The term down? MILF was not coined by John Cho, Cho, but he's so hot, he'll turn this MILF into a hoe. And when the vine flows, he's the head Han Cho, talking about my homeboy by the name of John Cho. He started as MILF guy number two. Now he's on Star Trek playing Sulu. Three trilogies. Are you fucking kidding me? First Asian romantic lead on that show, Selfie. He met Maris Shilton, wasted in Vegas. He had a night with Sim. It was so outrageous. He sang somebody by Depeche Mode. Missy's dumping me and taking John out on the road. Woo! <laughs>
But all he's thinking about are the award show days. John and Lindsay hosting the AEAs. Hey, you know what? His songs are fucking amazing. Lou Diamond Phillips, the most deceptive Asian. John Cho's been in every movie you've ever seen, but the thing you know I'm from your mom's wet dream. Oh, my God, and I ain't going to say anything different. All these rhymes that I'm kicking. I'm hanging with Missy, and I'm Zachariah. And let's face it, Sim, John's right. You're a fucking liar. Oh! You're a fucking liar. <laughs> yep. And we're hanging with Missy and I'm Zachariah. Face it, Sim. John's right. You're a fucking liar. He's a fucking liar. Hey. He's a fucking liar. He's Starting a fucking liar. He's a fucking liar. Oh, we'll put yeah. you on a funeral. Just pile. a little patient. <laughs> <laughs> Missy and Zach, my bang, John Cho. Thank you so much for coming Let's down. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Our intern, yeah. Michael's here, Sim. Subscribe, download, check us out, of course, on Twitter, MightBang1, Instagram, MightBang, all over the place. I'm Zach Selwyn. I'm Missy Pye. Come listen in and stay a while. Sing a song, tell jokes. Freestyle. No podcast is versatile. Thanks for stopping in the hang. And oh yeah, there's a chance we might. Sing. There's a chance we might. No, there's a chance we might bang. There is no way we're gonna bang. We're gonna bang. We're gonna bang. We're gonna bang. Zach and Missy might bang.